And we're holding on Perik Dalad Mishnah Zayin. The major topic of uh, Perik Dalad Mishnah Zayin is Kibush Yachid, a classic example, which is Surya. Surya is Surya, the area outside of Eretz Yisrael that David Melech conquered. <coughs> and the Shiloh and the Machlekes is whether Kibush Yachid is Shmei Kibush, whether it's considered to be part of conquered Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> and if it was, so then it uh, has two hashlachot, two ramifications. Number one, the Gavit Shumas and Maisris. The Gavit Shumas and Maisris, if uh, it's considered to be Kibush, and then any stuff grown in uh, Surya is going to be Chayv and Shumas and Maisris. The second hashlacha is the Gavit Chala. Now in Chala, it's going to be the opposite. In Chala, if we say that Surya is considered to be Chutzla Aretz, so we're actually going to be more machmir than if it's considered to be Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because if something is considered to be Eretz Yisrael, so you have the Yimafresh Chala, that's it. You take off the Chala, you give it to the Kohen. If, however, Surya is considered to be Chutz Aretz, so um, you don't really have to take off Chala. Uh, the Rabbanan instituted that you should take off Chala, but you have an additional problem. The Eretz Amin, Chutz Aretz, is considered to be Tameh, in which case the challah becomes Tameh, and uh, therefore you have to do two things. You have to be mafresh challah once, and burn that challah, because it's Tameh, and then you have to take an additional challah and give it to the Kohen to remind everybody that there was once upon a time something called challah that you chayim on in Eretz Yisrael. Otherwise people will just think that you take the challah and you burn it. So it comes out that there's a converse relationship between Shuma and Chala vis-a-vis whether Surya is in Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laaretz. If we consider it to be Eretz Yisrael, your Machner in Shuma and your Mekel in Chala. If it's considered to be Chutz Laaretz, so then you are going to be Mekel in Shuma and Machner in Chala. Um, the Mice of the Mishnah is going to tell us that at one point, since we're talking about Dine Durbanan over here, so uh, what's it called? At least the, <coughs> at least what's it called? At least one of the halachas of Dine Durbanan. So they would make it on both ends, but they said that's not consistent. So then the Psak halacha means that halacha, Psak halacha ends up that Surya is considered to be Chutzla Aretz Chol which means there's no Chi of Trumas and Maisris, and also um, <coughs> that uh, in terms of Chala, so you have to give twice. One more halacha that plays itself out, itself out over here is something that we're, we come upon morning in afternoon seder that uh, there's an Indian as to whether Kenyan Akum is mafkia from Kedusha Saret Yisrael or not. And therefore, even if you're going to say that uh, Suryam is Eretz Yisrael, but if a Goy owns it, so then there wouldn't be any fear of Trumas and Maestro. So that also is going to play into what's going on in the Mishnah over here. Let's see the Mishnah inside. Yisrael Shaya Arisim and Nachrim, there were these Jews who were sharecroppers to Goyim, Besurya. It was in Surya. So the Goyim owned the field, and it's in Surya. Rebbe Lezer Machayi Perosayim Maestro Sebeshviyas. Rebbe Lezer says that you're Chayim in Maisris and Shviyas, why? Because Rebbe Lezer's shita was that Surya is Eretz Yisrael, and Kenyan Goy is not Mafkia from Eretz Yisrael. Rebbe Gamliel Paiter, Rebbe Gamliel's shita was Pater. Why? Because he holds that Surya is not considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael, 
and uh, therefore you're going to be putter altogether. You're not even going to be chayiv derabbanan because Kenyan goy is mafkia anyway. Rabbi Gamliel, Gamliel says shtei chalos besuria. Now Rabbi Gamliel again says chutz laaretz. So you got to take off challah two times, like we explained before. One to get to the coin for zecher, and the other is uh, to burn. And um, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, <coughs> achas. You only have to give one chala because it's Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> At one point in history, they kept the kula of Rabbi Gamliel. They kept the kula of Rabbi Gamliel saying that it was Chutz uh, Aretz, And they kept, therefore, no Trumas and Maestris. And they also kept the kula of uh, Rabbi Lezer saying we only have to give one chala because it's only a dinder abanan. They were machmer and chala like Rabbi Gamliel, and they said that Allah is at Surya only has a din of Chutzlaaris. So that is Mishnah Zayin. Mishnah Ches is uh, maybe even more confusing than Mishnah Zayin. So hold on to your hats. Um, over here we talk about famous Mishnah here. Shalash Aratzais Lachal. Shalash Aratzais means basically that you can subdivide whether lands in the world have Kedusha into three categories. The way that works as follows. The most lenient category are places which have no Sheikhs, Bechlau. Right? Obviously the border is going to be somewhere, but let's say, uh, you know, what's it called? England, right? England was never part of Eretz Yisrael. No Sheikhs to Eretz Yisrael. Nothing to do, right? What's it called? It's like a nice neutral place in France, right? Okay, fine. On the other hand, then you have places which at one point, point were Eretz Yisrael and they stopped being part of Eretz Yisrael. The Hainu, Ole Mitzrayim um, conquered, Ole Bavel did not. And there's a machlokas as to whether the Kedushari Shain is Kitchel Shaita, Kitchel Asad Lavai. The fact that the people who came up from Eretz Yisrael took over this land that made it Kadosh forever. And we passed in low Kitchel that it was a one time Kedusha. Therefore, we treat it like Eretz Yisrael in certain Dine Durabanan, but generally speaking, it's not Eretz Yisrael. And then there's the third, of course, which was conquered by Eretz Yisrael, conquered by Ole Bavel, and if it was conquered by both of those, it's holy forever. Kitchel Now, Lagabe Chala, how does it divide itself? So if something was Eretz Yisrael, first time, second time, Chayv and Chala, one time, give it to the Kohen. Okay. If it was Kaddush, the first time, Ole Mitzrayim, but not Ole Bavel, so then the Kedusha today is only Durabana. So then, in both cases where it's not Eretz Yisrael today, you have to take Chala twice. And in both of these, we're assuming that there's a coin that you could give it to. Nowadays, there's no coin that you could give it to, so we just burn the challah, we don't do anything else. But assuming that there's a coin that you could give it to, that you know is really, really a coin, so basically it splits itself like this. If you're talking about Ole Mitzrayim territory, where it was once Kadosh, so then what you do is you take a shear of challah, because that's the ikr, we treat this like Eretz Yisrael, because everybody thinks of it as being Eretz Yisrael. You take the shear challah, and since it's tummy betumas amim, you burn it, and then you bring another little shtickle challah, and you give it to the Kohen just as a reminder. Okay, and uh, what's it called? <clears throat> Let's say that you're in France. So what do you do in France? So in France it's exactly the opposite. 
In France, you take a little shtikel challah and you burn it because you don't want to be too wasteful. And uh, that's the part that's there at Amim. And what you do is and you take a real sheer challah and you give it to uh, and you give it to the Kohen in France to, uh, as what's it called, as, as a zikaron that uh, there's a halach of challah in Eretz Yisrael because you don't want to be wasteful and no one thinks that France is really part of Eretz Yisrael at all. We just don't want to uh, forget the fact that there was a halacha of challah. Right, one more halacha is that burning the challah is only necessary if uh, there is no kohen who available who is not tamei betumah yotze migufo. Da'ainu a zav or uh, what's it called? Zav or, or, or something of the sort. But if there's somebody who's a balkari or is just tamei tumas mace, so you can give it to him. You don't have to burn it. Again, this whole Allah is only Durabbanan, so he is allowed to eat it. Another kula that we have with this khala of Chutzla are it's really two more. Number one, usually khala cannot be eaten at the same table that Azar is eating for fear that he's going to eat khala. But since this is not real khala anyway, we let him uh, we let him eat it. And the last thing is this we saw in Paradisrael Khyaim Makeva is that Normally, we say that you're only allowed to give it to certain types of kohanim. Over here, you can give it to any kohen. And here you have a machlekes rishonim as to what it means you can give it to any kohen. Some rishonim say that you can give it to a kohen amaharetz. And some say it's mashon gemarim zerl chayim akeva. You can never give chalatuch to a kohen amaharetz. What does it mean? You can give it to a kohen who's not makbid to eat chulin b'taras akedish. In the old days, we saw this earlier on. There were people who were chaverim who would only eat um, bataras akedesh, just like you're only going to eat kudshim batara. They wouldn't eat anything unless they were batara. So those are all of the halachas in Mishnah Ches, the packed Mishnah. Rabbi Leil, Rabbi Leil says, Shal sharatzis lechala, may Eretz Yisrael va'ad keziv. Keziv, imagine that this is the top of Eretz Yisrael. Keziv is that, that area between my two fingers. That's keziv. And then the area going out that way and the area going out that way, right? Up until Kaziv, the middle part was taken over by both Ole Mitzrayim and Ole Bava. Going out a little that way and a little that way, that was taken over by Ole Mitzrayim but not Ole Bava. And then once you get to a further point, even further east and further west, so then it wasn't taken over by nobody. And that was the border. So it goes like this. Eretz Yisrael HaKaziv Chal Achas There's one Chal because that's Eretz Yisrael proper Mi Kaziv Aranor From Kaziv until the river On one side Ba'aramana on the other side Shtei Chalos You have to take off two Because this was covered Taken over by Olei Mitzrayim Not Olei Bava Achas Lor One goes to the fire Or as we'll see soon You can give it to a Kohen Who's just a Tomei Balkari Or something of the sort and one goes to the Kohen as a Zikaron. So that which, uh, what's it called, which goes to the fire, that's, that gets a Shiyah, you have to give a Shiyah. 124th or 148th. The Kohen and the one that goes to the Kohen, ain't la Shiyah. Why? Because that's just a hecker that the first Chala was not real Chala, and that's the reason that you're allowed to burn it even if it, was to, even if it seemed to be tar. From the Nohar, which is even further east, or from Amana, even further west, 
Shtei Chalos. Then you again, you take two Chalos. Achas Or one gets burnt by Achas Kohen. But over here, Shal Or Ein Lashir, you take the little smidgen and throw it to the fire, because that's wasted anyway. The Shal Kohen, which is the Zikaron, Yesh Lashir. That has a Shir. Utvul Yom Ochla. And any time you're supposed to throw it into a fire, this is according to Rami Bartanura. Um, so, Atvul Yom, meaning somebody who was Tomei, um, and just either he's Tomei Vetumas Keri, and he Tovald, and he's just not totally, totally, uh, he's just not totally tar yet because there was no Harav Shemesh, or someone who was Tomei Tumas Hamais, anybody that doesn't have a tum, Tuma that came out of his body, Rabbi Yaisi Aimer, Enot Sarech Tevila, he doesn't need Tevila at all, but Asrul is this is going back on Tanakama, but a Zav or a Zavar or a Nida Yeledes, they can't eat it at all. In the chelas im azar al shochan, this chalad rabbanan can be eaten with a czar on the table. The nitenes, we call kohen, you can give it to any kohen, which some say means even an amaretz, and others say only a kohen who eats the tyrus a kodesh. Everybody have a good night.